when publican Farika Holden decided at the start of this year that she wanted to introduce a food offer at her venue, The Cock Tavern, in London's Oval, little did she know that it would, be, that it would instead become a standalone business that would keep her busy during the pandemic. Earlier this month, she officially launched Grateful Pies, a delivery service of pies that were initially intended for her pub. She took some time out from pie making to talk about her business and what the future holds for it. So thanks for joining me. I mean, let's start with you know a little bit about yourself. So you run the Cock Tavern in, in, in Oval, but I gather you've, given, you've, you've, you've run other pubs in, in, in your time. Can you yeah. start by telling us a little bit about um, your, your, yourself and your, and your career? Sure, yeah. I'm, I've been in pubs and bars for, since 1990, I had my first bar in the Trocadero, the basement of the Trocadero, called the DNA Bar, and it was a, it was a Brazilian cachaça bar, pre-anyone pre, drinking them, <laughs> and we sold more cachaça than anyone in the UK, so it was kind of like the beginnings of uh, that, whole, that whole cocktail, really. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was a really good little bar in the basement, and um, and then I started doing big parties uh, with um, a, a friend of mine called Sarah. We did this, uh, something called the Pussy Posse, and that was to promote the pa- the bar. And um, and then from there, that was quite a long time. We did we we did that for a few years, I think. We did a lot of big parties for Channel Four and um, you know Bobby Brown and all sorts of big big parties for people. And uh, I think my main motivation all the time is just I really, really do love bringing people together and creating a space for people to have a good time and to be themselves, you know. Mm. So that sort of run through since then. And uh, I got my first pub in 97, I think, 96, called the Duke of York in Roger Street. Okay. Um, it was uh, it was one of the first gastro pubs around the corner from the, the Eagle. And... Uh, yeah, that was good. Uh, and then I then I then I got a second pub called the the uh, the Victoria. That was in Mornington Crescent, and then um, a third one, a big one, which I went into business with a big corporation, which wasn't the best part, best decision. <laughs> but that was uh, that was Throgmorton's in Throgmorton Street in the city, and that was a fantastic building. I'm a bit. Uh, obsessed by properties like when i see them i'm like oh you know you can feel all the uh, things that have gone bygone eras and people that have been drinking and having a good time in them for years you really have there's a really energy in in them um it's sort of that's my gut sort of says oh this is a great place and i know i can make it happen again you know yeah i've taken i've taken a lot of back street places and and put them back on the map kind of thing so sort of off the beaten track um it's and yeah destination pubs is kind of where i've landed over the years okay. and uh yeah so that's that's where the pubs and the and then i had then uh, most of them were pu- food pubs until i had the nelson which is around the corner from uh columbia road and uh that one i had that one for about eight or eight or nine years and uh that was very good it, uh, an interesting early license like eight, 7 a.m we opened on sunday morning for the market and uh, we didn't do food in there, but it was great. It really, it really kicked off in there. And then I got the cock, which took me a few years. I got um, um, to find. It took me two years to find it. Actually, I'd, a few places had fallen through before I got it. And I, uh, it was called the London South Pacific Tiki Bar. And uh, Halco, the one that owned, the guy that owned it, I knew him, and I'd got him that place 
15 years prior and given him all my info and said, you want to run a pub here? This is all you need. And he, he got the pub through me and everything. So when it was up for sale, he still had my accountant. And my accountant's like, oh, you should go see this pub in South London. I said to him, listen, I'm over it. I'm not doing pubs anymore. That is it. I'm not doing it. He says, oh, just go and see it. Go and see it. And then I walked in and fell in love with it immediately and thought, okay, that's it. I'm doing it again. <laughs> And it was, uh, it was really, it was a, I, you know, I hadn't done a pub in South London before. Um, so there was a bit, I was a bit concerned of how it would, how it would pan out, but it was an immediate crazy success where, yeah, it just, it just went, went off. So how did the idea for Grateful Pies come about? I'd planned to do my pies in the kitchen at the cock and we never actually got it off the ground because we never needed to do food. So I, once the pub got going, I thought, okay, well, I'm going to start this, this pie thing. And um, the pie was originally a meat pie made with veal and pork. And uh, it's a Canadian, uh, it's a traditional Canadian thing we eat around Christmas time generally. On Christmas Eve, everyone has one. It's easy. You just throw it in the oven. Mm-hmm. But they've really taken off in Canada, and we eat them all year round now. They're really good. And um, they make all different flavors, but... I thought, oh, all my friends were like, we don't like veal, and it's not nice, and all those things, you know, really. And I thought, okay, lots of vegetarian friends. I'll try a vegetarian version. And I was procrastinating, and, you know, really, because it really took me a long time to get the recipe right in the meat version. Like, I must have made it 200 times. So I thought, oh, this is going to take me forever to get a good vegetarian version. Well, in fact, it didn't. You know, I tried it. I replaced the meat with uh, lentils, and my uh, my lovely neighbor, who's been eating my pies for 15 years, was like, "It is delicious. All you need to do is change the lentils to green lentils." And when I did that, it was it was really good. So then I thought, "Oh, let's you know, let's get going on this and see what I can make of it." And that's where it sort of began. <laughs> so, what's the idea to sell the pies? In the, in the pub, or, or was it always the idea to kind of have a, a, a different stream of business? It was it was to sell them in the pub originally, yeah. And I bought the equipment to do and to make them in the pub and everything, which has never happened. So it just sort of sat there for a couple of... Because the pub's only three years old. Yeah. So, yeah, that was uh, that was the initial thing, was to, to have food available. Well, now that the lockdown's happened and the pub, you know, the pub is disintegrated into nothing. Um, I haven't even, I opened on Halloween, but, you know, we haven't been open the whole time. It's more of a nightclub. I have a 3 a.m. license in there. And there's one in, one door in and one door out. And it just, you know, it's quite, it's a big, big pub. And mm. uh, so it hasn't been right really to open. So we did open on Halloween and it was, you know, it was, it was weird <laughs> to say the least. We used to have lineups for an hour for people to get in, you know, and we'd have 500 people over a weekend sometimes. So, you, so, so lockdowns obviously hit you really hard. So, having so having this so having Grateful Pies as a business must have been, you know, fantastic timing for you in in, in the fact that you were able to, to to do something with it be outside of the pub. Absolutely, yeah. Just, I mean, it's it's building a brand is not easy. So, you know, financially, it hasn't been the most you know, because it's costing a lot of money at this point. Um, and there's, I don't have a single penny coming in, you know. But the pub was doing well, and I thought, oh, yeah, I can start a new business now, and this will be good. <laughs> it has been good for, you know, mental health, because it's kept me busy doing other things, that's for sure. 
and and also the the true ethos of it really is you know when I decided to actually make it into a business I really thought about why I wanted to do it and what it is and and it sort of is an amalgamation of everything I've been doing for years um you know bringing people together and having you know sharing and all of that I really I really believe in it I really think it this whole the pub being closed and everything has made me realize even more what, how necessary it is for people to have places to get together. And um, tell us about the name Grateful Pies. I, I went on a little holiday with my friend uh, who's another food person and I, could, I just couldn't find a name for it. Like we'd been toiling over. I just could not find a name. It just wasn't coming to me at all and it took a really long time. I think I'd sort of thought, okay, I'd like to, I'd like to give this pie out more. You know, I'd like more people to taste it and... Um, and I also, you know, I'm not a vegan myself, but I think that it's it is the future. We need to eat less meat, and this sort of crosses over a lot of a lot of those stigmas and everything. Where meat eaters actually really like it. Um, friends of mine that have eaten the meat pie, one of them in particular, who's been eating it for 25 years, he's he didn't even realize it was I'd made it with something else. <laughs> he thought it was meat. So it's it's got the hearty satisfaction that um, I'm hoping both you know non-vegans will like it as well and just give it give people another choice to not eat meat yeah and it's the plan to is the plan to always assuming you, you might want to add add to the range will i always be vegan going forward or could you add a, an is there an idea to expand the range that you offer in the future um i wasn't thinking about expanding the flavor perhaps i mean some people like uh, people that have eaten the meat one want to eat it again so i don't know i don't know how that sits um, at this point, I'm I'm not thinking about changing it. Uh, I'm, I'd like to do a gluten-free version, and I'd also and but I've been working on a gravy that is just to die for. What are your plans for the future for both the pub and the Grateful Pies business? The pub is it's really difficult to imagine. I mean, the thought the thought of it being closed this long is just beyond me. And I'm I'm kind of like you know lived through. September 11th, which I had a pub then, and that was, uh, for, you know, it was really, it was really difficult. Like the whole, you know, my business almost went bust then. So, you know, keeping keeping all the staff, people that I've worked with me for 20 years, that's what's really important. Making sure everybody's, you know, still motivated. I mean, uh, it's, it, you know, that's what it's been like for the past seven months is keeping everybody feeling motivated and feeling up that it's not all going to end. You know, it's really. So just staying positive, and it's really, what's the point in getting all maudlin about it? Um, but we will probably have to open, we'll open as a food venue. I mean, I'll be selling the pies there, I imagine, when we reopen. Yeah. Um, and just doing it like that, because the dance floor is closed, the nice, gorgeous dance floor. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't see that happening before opening up anytime soon. I mean, no nightclubs are opening. No. So... It's. Uh, I mean, I'm lucky enough that I have a kitchen and that it's classed a pub, so I can, I, c- I could, you know, re- reposition myself there. But I was really, really pleased when we opened over Halloween. Um, on Sunday, I, I tried the pies out to see what people thought of them there, and they loved it. We sold whole pies with all the sides for, you know, and gravy for like a Sunday roast, and, you know, non-vegans were eating, and it, was, it, was, it really went down well. So that, that gives me hope for the future. That was the Restaurant Podcast. Thanks for listening and join us again next time.